Welcome to the Albany Hunter Stories. Now welcome your host, Jay Polly, and his lovely wife Tracy. I hear she's a lovely girl. <laughs> Everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of Hillbilly Horror Stories. My name is Jerry and I am joined by my wife Tracy. Hey guys, Merry Christmas. Yep, we want to start off by saying Merry Christmas to you guys and thank you so much for the early Christmas present. We asked you guys to give us some reviews on uh, iTunes and we've gotten nine reviews so far, which is pretty strong for a shorter show is what we've been uh, as far as length. And out of the nine, eight of them are five-star reviews and there's one four-star reviews. Nothing negative in there. Uh, so we're very happy that you guys came out to help us. That's right. We really appreciate it because we value your guys' opinions a whole lot. So keep them coming. I also would like to throw out a little uh, thank you to History Goes Bump because not only did they mention us on the show, but they actually took the time to give us one of those five-star reviews and was very honest in their uh, very long review, and we appreciate that. Yes, we do. Thank you so much. These guys have been great, and uh, in the future, they're going to actually have us on their show, which they rarely have guests like that on the show, but they've asked us to come on their show in February and maybe talk about one of the local haunts around here, so when that time comes, we will let you guys know so you can give us a listen. Um, want to say, once again, thank you for everything you've done for us this year as we close out this year. This would be the last show of the year that we do, because the next show will be on New Year's Day, and... You know, basically, we're getting to do something that we love doing. We're having fun, and you guys are giving us constant feedback, which makes it even more fun and just makes us want to give you the best shows possible. And I can promise you that as good as you think it's been so far, it's going to get better in 2017 because we've got a lot of good stuff planned. Yeah, we're excited to uh, get to that and hopefully have some really good, fun, and interesting information for you guys. I do want to say something I think it's, it's funny because next week we mentioned uh, New Year's Day. Actually, on New Year's Day, I'm going to be marrying my cousin, which may surprise some of you. Uh, <laughs> no. You want to talk to me about something there, babe? I'm sure some of you are thinking, well, you live in Kentucky. It's not really that big of a surprise to marry your cousin. <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually going to be performing the ceremony. It may surprise some of you to know that I'm actually an ordained minister and can perform weddings. So that's um, the kind of, kind yeah. of little... Well, what to say as far as the minister stuff goes? That's as far as it goes as marrying people. I don't. I don't think there could be too many churches that would uh, be thrilled with having me uh, giving their Sunday services. <laughs> but let me tell you, he's pretty excited that he can park in the clergy parking spot. Yeah, that is cool because I do have the, <laughs> I do have the stuff that uh, hangs from the rearview mirror. So if I go to a hospital or something, I can park in the clergy spot and get good spots. So, but he never does so. No, because usually those spots are already taken by, <laughs> by real, real clergy. Real clergy. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to give a couple of shout-outs on this uh, Christmas night. I actually meant to do this one last week, and I forgot, so I dropped the ball on this one. But uh, Cheryl and Riley Peters, they live in Nebraska. Hey, guys. Philip Johnson in Tennessee. Hey, guys. Hey, listen. Um, our just want to let you know, I'm, what part of Tennessee are they from, honey? Do I do know? not remember. Well, anyway, we love Tennessee. I don't know if you guys are anywhere near Gatlinburg or anything like that, but just know our prayers are with you guys and everybody in Tennessee at this time anyway. So, 
hopefully y'all everybody's going to come back and recover from all that and we'll be happy to go up there this spring it's like our favorite place to go in gatlinburg so yeah it's where we spend our honeymoon we go every year there uh, sometimes twice a year and uh we we actually spent a fantastic father's day up there we yeah. actually took my father and tracy's father up there for a family getaway this past june on father's day uh so to see all this happen shortly after is very disappointing because it is one of uh, the country's most beautiful places and it sucks they're going through that we actually got a nice letter from somebody uh, right mm-hmm. after the fires thanking us for the show and telling us that the listen to the show actually helped them even though they weren't personally affected by the fires a lot of people they knew were and uh, they were thanking us for the show and we appreciate yeah that. we really do appreciate that our prayers are with you guys uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Alex Pauly. That's actually my son, but he gave us a brand new microphone for Christmas, which we're using for this show. It's so, so cute. I wish you guys could see it. If it sucks and it's not as good as the other shows, no. you can blame him for that. <laughs> but actually the testing I did on it, I think it, I think it's actually going to be a little bit better. So uh, hopefully it comes through that way. Uh, as usual, we've got some foreign listeners I want to bring up. MJ Jarif in Bangladesh. Dang. <sighs> I think it's just so funny that he, if y'all could see his face when he's trying to pronounce this, it's like hilarious. It looks like Garan Srivastava from India. And then we've got this, this is a new uh, country that's popping up. Cheryl Rosemary and Catherine Gonzalez from the Philippines. Oh, awesome. So now we got some Philippines listeners. Yay, we're glad to have you. Okay, we were going to talk about, and still are, Talking about uh, Krampus, or Krampus, depending on how you pronounce it, because I've heard it pronounced both ways. But I feel like we can't talk about that unless we first talk about St. Nicholas, and it is Christmas, so let's talk about St. Nicholas. Are you okay with that? I love Santa. Okay, I didn't say nothing about Santa Claus, I said St. Nicholas. I love St. Nicholas, too. (laughs) All right, so let's talk a little bit about St. Nicholas and how this whole Santa Claus thing got started. St. Nicholas was actually a, a, a little boy grew up in Turkey, which well, Turkey now, it wasn't Turkey then, but he grew up in Turkey. He was born in March of 270. So that's a 270. long... 270? 270. It's a long time ago. Oh my gosh. He had rich parents who died of an epidemic at early age, so he oh. got left all of their money, and he chose to do good with their money. Good. Um, good for him. He became a bishop at a very early age, and was constantly trying to help people out. The problem was when the Roman Empire came in and took over, they weren't real big on Christianity, and they threw him in jail and then kind of kicked him out of the country. They suck. Yeah. Boom. After he got out of jail, he came back. He defended his religion as best he could, and then he even made it more of a point to help out you know, as many people as he possibly could. Now, some of the stories that go around, and this is what started the whole Santa Claus thing, is... If you, you know, back in these days when you had daughters and you married them off, you had to have a dowry, yes. which was basically you had to give them money to get started on. And if you were poor and you didn't have money for your daughters, they were probably going to be sold into slavery. Well, that is not. Well, I mean, that's just the way it is. Well, you know, do, you know what are you going to say? It was well, 270. Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. That's terrible, though. That's terrible. So what happened? There was a, there was a really poor gentleman that had three daughters. And the story goes that St. Nick had an uh, uh, open window, and he tossed in a bag of gold. And it actually, you know, he did this three times. He did it for all three daughters at different times. But the bag of gold each time either landed in a, a, a stocking or it landed in a uh, shoe that was sitting in front of the fireplace drying out. Dang, you know? that's major skills right there. So, yeah. 
So that's how the whole theory of stockings and hanging stockings and having stuff put in them was all because of that tradition back then. So that's that's one of the stories about St. Nick. He also was uh, the type of person that apparently had these healing powers. Uh, how he had them, I don't know. But one of the stories was that these three kids were going to Athens, Greece, and they went and somehow or another this innkeeper from a hotel, he killed them, robbed them, and he put them in some kind of a pickling jar. Uh, I mean, a barrel, not a jar, a barrel. Jar, say, jar hey, would be kind of small. Oh, God, you're going to stick three people in a jar. <laughs> well, it was a barrel. Well, it's still a feet on its own, unless yeah. it's a big old barrel. Well, that's just awful. Too. And That's terrible. St. Nick, Saint Nicholas actually stopped it en route to wherever he was going. He stopped in the same inn. He had a dream about this. He grabbed the, the innkeeper and brought him down there, made him confess, and then somehow or another he brought these three boys back to life. Oh, wow, yay. And then another story is from France that uh, these three kids that were actually, they ran away from home or something. They were uh, killed by a butcher, and he brought those kids back to life and sent them back home to their parents. So for that reason, he's actually the patron saint of the safety of children. Aww. So that's what St. Nicholas is. But he also, uh, on a voyage back to his homeland, it was like a really bad storm, choppy seas and everything, and he was able to say some prayers and, and calm the sea uh, to be able to get the, the boat where it needed to go safely. So he's also the patron, patron saint of sailors and voyages. He is amazing. He is amazing. And then because of the, all of his gift giving mm-hmm. and all of his caring for charity, he's also the patron, patron saint of, of gift giving. So he's a patron saint of three different things. Uh, he became a saint about 100 years after he died, which he died December 6th, 343. Oh, my gosh. That is wild to hear that. That is just wild. I know, because that's like only like six or seven years before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's Christmas. I'll let that one slide. But beca- because of the fact that it was December 6th, and a lot of parts over in Germany and, and Poland and, and some of the other Eastern Bloc uh uh, countries over there, their still biggest gift-giving day is December 6th. December 6th is recognized by a lot of sailors. Uh, they have the Feast of St. Nicholas, and that's kind of the day that they do that. We celebrate him. Right. Now, the reason that we tell you that is because we're going to talk about Krampus. And Krampus to... No, uh, wait. You said Krampus, and then you said Krampus. I said it was pronounced both ways. I'm trying to make everybody happy. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Okay, it's going to be Krampus for the rest of the show. There's not going to be wavering. It's Krampus. And unlike Kristen thought last week, he's not the patron saint of PMS. Of her uterus. <laughs> <laughs> now, Krampus, depending on who you talk to, they say that it goes back to pagan beliefs even before Christianity, which would have even been before St. Nicholas. So Krampus may have been along before the legend of Santa Claus. Because, you know, the, the actual Santa Claus thing, in, in 1823, uh, there was a poem written. It was called A Visit from St. Nicholas, which is now, do you know what it is? Christmas Eve? It was the night before Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't ask what you. day. I asked oh. <laughs> you know, I guess I'm in my mind thinking that, honestly, I have never heard of Krampus. Ever. I guess it's because I love Santa Claus so much, I wouldn't allow that to enter into my brain. Well, when in 1823, when the when this poem came out, it it was the first talk of ever 
talking about sweets and candy and presents mm. and all that. And from that is where Santa Claus came. So okay. the visit from St. Nicholas, which this guy decided to put a bunch of stuff that St. Nicholas never did, is what then turned into Santa Claus. Oh, okay. So the Santa Claus as we know it today basically came from that poem. Gotcha. So there you go. I love Santa. <laughs> now, back to Krampus. Yeah. The whole thing of Krampus, and, and, and the reason we brought up St. Nicholas, is because a lot of people refer to Krampus as St. Nicholas's shadow. In a lot of the earlier beliefs, Krampus basically... <laughs> His evil brother? <laughs> no, but, but Krampus was actually a way of making your children behave. You know how a lot of times now people are like, you oh, know, yeah. Santa Claus, he, he's, he's watching. watching when you're sleeping, and he's watching, and he knows if you're naughty... Well, back then, they just skipped all that, mm-hmm. and they just went straight to Krampus will come beat your ass, and he'll just take <laughs> you, because that's what Krampus would do. Oh, man. Krampus would, he would stuff you into a, uh, into a you know, a, a bag, basically, like a golf bag, and zip you up, and he would take you to the underbellies of the earth. What? Yeah, and he would bring, well, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry, go so ahead. So let's talk about Krampus a little bit. Yeah. Krampus is basically half goat. Half demon. That's a good combination. So the bottom half of his body was goat. Goat hooves stood straight up. And the top half of his body was covered with hair, dark hair. And his head had goat horns, big demon-style goat horns coming out of it. He had a long tongue, forked tongue, that would often roll out of his mouth. Oh. So. That's mean. That sounds enticing to some people. But... (laughs) She got all excited. I said a forked tongue. (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas, for God's sake. Stop it. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, stop (laughs) saying that thing. So anyways, (laughs) what the belief was is as St. Nicholas would roam the streets and hand out gifts to the good kids, Krampus would be right beside him and actually, you know, torment the bad kids. And like I said, he would uh, carry, you know, every time you saw him, he was he was a demon from the depths of hell, so he was always in chains. That was one of the signature uh, things about Krampus. He had the chains on him to signify his, mm-hmm. you know, bound to hell, basically. But he also carried a, you know, a, well, I guess you could say a bundle of birch sticks, which were basically switches. Mm-hmm. So he'd, sw- he'd just whip your ass with them. Aren't birch twit sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Aren't those those white things, the white yes. branches? Yeah. Oh, well, at yeah. least they were pretty. Yeah, I'm sure they were pretty. Did you did you ever have parents or grandparents that made you go get pick your, my own, own? your own switch? Oh yeah, yeah, plenty yeah. of many a times. I hate to admit. Yeah, my mm-hmm. grandma used to make us do. I remember one year we were so bad I didn't even have shade. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would always go out and get like this little teeny <laughs> little little bitty thing you could find, and then they go out and bring back yeah. a whole branch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back a pine tree. <laughs> I will beat your ass with a Christmas tree. <laughs> so this is what Krampus did. And as years went on, it kind of just went to him just being his own thing. But they would put out in Germany and, and uh, Austria and some of the Eastern Bloc countries, they would put out greeting cards all year long that just had Krampus on there. Like he knows what you're doing. And, oh, and if you actually look up the Internet, you can see a lot of these original cards. And, and these cards 
always depict, you know, him and his horns and he's holding a bag and he's shoving kids down into it or he's he's holding the kid up and he's pulling it pulling him by the ears or pulling a little girl by her uh uh braid of her ponytail. Oh my lord, that's terrible. I know. It's kinda I'm glad I didn't get one of those cards. If I'd have known about this years ago, my kids would have been terrorized. Oh. Because up to this point, all we would do is take them to haunted houses at Halloween mm-hmm. and then threaten them if they wouldn't good to take them back to there. <laughs> but I didn't know we could do the same thing for Christmas. Oh, man. <laughs> mean daddy. But that's Krampus. That's uh, that's what he does. And, it, and it, it, like I said, a lot of people say this goes back before Christianity. It goes back to pagan days. But it's uh, it's kind of a scary thing when you think about it. And Now, we talked about with St. Nicholas that December 6th is the day that there's a lot of feasts and there's a lot of festivals and stuff like that for St. Nicholas. December 5th, the day before, is Krampus Day. That's just, There's festivals all over the world that have Krampus Day to where people dress up like him. I mean, hundreds of people in the street with the horns coming out of their head and the forked tongue and, and all that. It's, it's actually stupid. It's actually pretty graphic. Uh, yeah, I ain't into that. Yeah, well, that's obvious. <laughs> Huh? It's obvious. You've already made it clear. But Krampus, I think, is a pretty cool situation. There's a there's a movie that came out in 2015. It's kind of half comedy, um, half horror movie. I haven't seen it myself. Saw the previews for it. It looked like it was kind of cool. Don't really look like that it followed the true um, meanings and, and beliefs of what Krampus was. Because Krampus was basically, if you were a bad kid... You weren't getting presents, and not only were you not getting presents, you were getting your ass beat, and you were probably getting taken away somewhere. Oh, my gosh. That makes me want to cry. Well, I know some kids that need that. I know some I know some kids that if they got their ass beat and got taken somewhere and came back, the world would be a better place. I'm just saying. Well, that's true, probably. So, and I'm not just talking about New Direction. Uh, I'm talking... <laughs> Stop. I'm talking about mean kids. Mean kids, yeah. There are mean kids. Guys, it's Christmas. We're not going to do a real long show. We're going to wrap it up. We just wanted to do something that was kind of fun in the spirit of the holiday. Tell you a little bit about St. Nick's. Tell you a little bit about Krampus. And thank you guys for giving us such a great year. Um, like I said, we're going to work hard. It's it's kind of funny because we're, we're trying to work on episodes to do next year. And it's like we've got so many different ideas and we just... I can't even begin to see. I, I come up with an idea and say, let's do this one. And then another idea sounds better. And then this one sounds better. And I'm working on this wedding at the same time. And He really is marrying his cousin. What's, <laughs> what's going to get screwed up is because, like, I already know next week I'll let you in. Next week we're going to do The Bell Witch. I want to do something special for the first episode of the new year. If you've never heard the story of The Bell Witch, it is truly one of the greatest uh, American horror story type deals because it happened in, in, I think it was the 1800s. It happened in Tennessee. You get some demon possession. You get some poltergeist activity. You get some witchcraft. It's an awesome thing to do. My concern is, as I'm writing this wedding for my cousin, and I'm trying to prepare for this show at the same time, is that I end up screwing stuff up and mixing stuff. That would be awesome. And I can't imagine that I'm at the, at the wedding saying something like, Todd, do you take this witch <laughs> <laughs> through sickness and in health? demonic possession and <laughs> some kind of you know <laughs> oh, that, would be, just, that would be great actually yeah I don't, I don't think that would be great i think it'd be funny i don't think he would have the amusement that we would have out of it well. so anyways we thank you guys we love you guys 
Keep putting those reviews on iTunes. It helps us more than you realize. And um, be listening for us. We're, we're, we're coming on some other shows in the near future. We'll let you know when that happens. And uh, we're excited about what the future holds. And we thank you guys for giving us that excitement because we wouldn't have any of it wouldn't for you guys. So thank you. Thank you very much. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Peace out. And Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa. And, and I don't know any other religions. Yeah, I'm not, poor, but I don't know when that is. Not Happy Krampus. Not Happy Krampus. He's out. Happy Festivus, everybody. <laughs>